In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the gospel for today, which is the story of the first miracle of Jesus, that's only in the gospel of John. It's not in the first three gospels. So it's told later on. And this gospel has a message for us about our relationship with God, about how we can have our needs met by God, by God, and not only to have our needs met by God, but to have more than just our needs, to have overflowing joy, true joy and peace that only the Lord can offer us. And this gospel shows us how to have that accomplished in our life, how the Lord wants to work in us and to offer us all of the gifts that He is always willing to give us. And in the story, we read that Mother Mary and Jesus and his disciples, they were all at a wedding. And Mother Mary noticed that there was a lack, that the bride and the groom and those that were organizing the wedding party, they were lacking something. And it was not only something, like I said, that was just a simple need. This was something that they wanted to provide for the people as a cause of joy for those that were there to celebrate that great and joyous event of their wedding. So she goes and brings that to Jesus' attention and just says simply, as, as we heard in the gospel, they have no wine. Jesus realizes what's going on. It's brought to his attention. And then he tells her something very mysterious. A woman, what is this to me and to you? How does this concern affect us? And he calls her woman, which is the name, which is what Adam calls Eve. The same thing that Jesus calls Mary while she is at the foot of the cross, which John also recounts, calling to mind that Mary is a new Eve. Mary is undoing the disobedience that Eve did and how she caused sin into this world. And Mary is here now at this moment of the beginning of the ministry of Christ when he is about to accomplish salvation, true obedience to God's will. Mary calls the servants after this moment. And she says these last words in the gospel that are the last words that we have from Mary, which are, do whatever he tells you. So Mary points to Jesus in these last words of the gospel. And the Lord accomplishes this great miracle because of the intercession of Mary and because of the obedience of the servants that were there at the wedding that did exactly what Jesus told them to do. It was because Mary brought this to the attention of Christ that he performed this first miracle and that he gave overflowing wine at this wedding. And because the servants were so inspired by the words of Mary that Christ worked through them to accomplish this miracle. We all want to have our needs met by God, like I said. We all want overflowing joy in our lives. And so if we are going to have that, we should follow the example of the servants at this wedding who obeyed Christ and not only the servants, but those who who were hosting the wedding. Because those who were hosting the wedding invited Mary 
into the inner details of the party to the point where Mary knew what was going on. Mary knew what was lacking. And it was because those that hosted the party allowed her in. They invited her in. It was because of that that she saw what was going on and she took that, that problem, she took it to Christ and he dealt with it in his own way. In his own way of getting those around at the party, getting those to work and to participate with him. And so the first thing for us to do, according to this story, if we want to have the graces of God in our lives, if we want to have our needs met, and if we want to have overflowing joy like those at this wedding, the first thing that we should do is we should invite Mary in. We should invite her into the inner details of our lives, like how these people did at the wedding. Do not be afraid to let Mary come into the interior depths of your heart and soul because she's going, like a mother, she's going to look for what is lacking. And she's going to ask the Lord to give you your needs and to give you overflowing joy. That's what Mary will do because she is our mother. She was given to us by the Lord. This is not here just for nothing. It's not for... No reason that John recounts the story and he shows us Mary's role in the story that it was because of her, it was through her intercession that this first miracle was done by, Christ, by, by Jesus. And if we want to also have miracles done in our lives, if we want to have God's grace working in our lives, we should invite Mary in. And a practical way that we can do this is to invite her into our homes. To have her come into our homes to show us her obedience and her faith and so that she can point us to Christ so that we can hear her words do whatever he tells you and so that we can see her example which we see in the gospels of her being faithful to Christ and we can be inspired by her and we can be protected by her prayers that's why it's such a beautiful thing when families gather together every day to pray the rosary. The rosary is such a strong and beautiful prayer where we invite Mary into our homes, into our minds, and into our hearts, and we look at Jesus with her. And we try to follow her example of faithfulness to Christ. If our families prayed the rosary together every day, we will have Christ in our homes. We will have the graces of Christ working in such a real and strong and powerful way in our homes. Christ will protect us by the prayers of His mother. Christ initiated His whole ministry in this world through His mother. And Christ wants to also come into our homes and to come into our hearts through His mother as well. We should not be afraid to let Mary in. Not only with our prayers, when we do something like the rosary or when we have a devotion to her, her, her immaculate heart. But another thing that we can do is when we are lacking something in our lives, when we are struggling mentally or spiritually, we can take a moment to just pause, to pray, and to allow Mary into our thoughts, into our hearts, and to allow her to guide us and to point 
our minds to order our thoughts and our, our emotions toward Christ so that we can be more faithful to Him. The Lord wants us to be faithful to Him. The Lord wants us to, to be holy. And the Lord gives us examples like His Holy Mother of true holiness so that as we follow her example, as we allow her into our lives, as we are not afraid to allow her in like this couple at the wedding of Cana, Christ wants to bless us. Christ wants to give us overflowing joy like he gave to those, those at this wedding. And so brothers and sisters, on this day where we are meditating on this beautiful mystery of the first miracle of Christ and how it was accomplished at the intercession of his holy mother, it's a great opportunity for us to ask Mary to pray for us, to allow her to enter into our hearts and minds so that we can be more faithful to, to our Lord by her very powerful intercession and be true disciples of Christ and truly believe in Christ and show that belief by our works and by our deeds, by our words and our deeds as the apostles did after this. It says that they believed when they saw the sign, when they saw what happened. But Mary believed before. Mary is the one who said they have no wine. Mary knew that Christ was going to accomplish this great deed. She knew that he could do it. And the apostles witnessing her faith, witnessing the obedience of the servants, and witnessing the miracle of Christ, they also believed. And we pray that we can also believe in Christ all the days of our lives. Amen.